Zero zero start. This is Zero Zero Start. A podcast where we volley back and forth to present some of the top personalities and players in pickleball. And I'm your host, Ben Croft, over at Just Paddles, where you'll find a wide range of pickleball paddles to fit your game. One of the biggest personalities in pickleball, Brian Ashworth, joined us alongside co-owners of One Shot Pickleball to talk about the pro game of the past, the present, and the future, and what led to the partnership between Brian and OneShot. We hope you enjoy. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, we're happy to have you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So you are, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, but an absolute legend of the game. You were like the- Oh, for sure. <laughs> you were one of the one of the first that we could really when pop when when pickleball really started became popular become popular. You were the name that was always out there. You were the name that was uh, that you, you were winning you know, almost seeming like every tournament picking. Do you feel like you had something to do with the sport becoming popular because it started to get on everybody's radar and Brian Ashworth's name was out there all the time. Yeah, I mean. I guess so. I figure uh, people probably looked at me and thought, well, if that guy can do it, I can easily do it. So that brought in more people that way. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I think we've all seen you play enough where we can certainly not do what you do. Uh, back to serious note, tell us about your intro into Pickleball, Brian, because when Pickleball was getting really popular and your name was always out there. So how'd you get your start in the game? Yeah. Uh, so I used to go to uh, the YMCA back home in Montana. I would go there quite a bit. If I wasn't at work, I was at the gym, you know, either lifting, playing basketball, doing different classes they offered. Um, and one day I saw him setting up this game and any sport I'm very interested in. So I kind of saw what they're doing, watched them play. And I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Um, and the next day I came back and I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. And it was uh, pretty much, I was hooked immediately. That's awesome. So what, what year was that, that you, you actually started playing the game? It had to have been like probably 2011, bet 2011, 2012, somewhere in there. Okay. So you've been playing the game. So from, from what, and, and we all know that pickleball is embedded 60 years ago and, mm -hmm. and, but, but nobody, I mean, I shouldn't say nobody. I don't know anybody that has played the game that long. To to me, you, someone I, I don't know if I've heard an answer. We've done twenty five of these or so that, that someone's been playing that long. So you you really were like one of the OG ballers back in the day that to to come through the game. Right, right, yeah. Most people I talk to anymore have been playing, you know, three or less years. Right, in the most part. So yeah, and and it's fun for me because I know plenty of people that have been playing, you know two, three times as long as I have. So to me, they're the OGs, right? They're the legends, but it's been fun to watch. It's been fun to watch the change of the sport. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that in a little bit. Cause I really am curious to being, being around, especially the pro game, you've been around the pro game for longer than 99% of the pros. So I'm, right. I'm really curious to get your feedback and interest in, and to see what the, the difference is between 2012 when you were playing pros and, and now, but before we get there. Uh, Christina Oscar, you guys are the owners of One Shot Pickleball. Tell us a little bit about your venture into the game. Um, so we, how we 
found pickleball was kind of funny because like most you know like most stories in pickleball at first it was like what what is this right we got to the courts we had just moved to seattle so we had we moved to seattle 2017 and we found a home that had according to us tennis courts nearby so when we got to the courts with our rackets ready to play and everything we were like these courts are kind of small and then you know that's how we found pickleball and you know we started playing we bought our wooden paddles came back a couple weeks later and you know we found amazing people that taught us how to play the score etc and just the community that pickleball built was like kind of made us fall in love with it and here we are <laughs> so what so what year did one shot do you remember the date just paddles being just over two years old we know the date that we were born so to speak do you know the day that one shot became one shot so it was like was it september 2018 yeah it was i think it was around july and we have different dates uh, then just because i remember like the the date we started the company right like when we actually legally started the company then when we had our first prototypes then when we launched so but again, it was kind of like mid uh, 2018 when when we started all of these um, all of this adventure. By the way, also we we are uh, part owners. The other half of the ownership uh, still lives in Seattle. That's uh, John and C. Uh, they're not able to join us today, but uh, they are kind of our uh, better halves when it comes to pickleball. We met them through the game as well, so. Uh, it's, it's, it's just fair to give them a shout out. <laughs> well, did you say John Cena? Oh, no. Something John, huh? <laughs> uh, John and C are dead. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Know that? Well, maybe one day they'll, uh, we'll be popular enough where you, we can get all you guys on at the same time. That would be really cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, Brian, for sure. Let's, let's talk about that. Cause I, I think honestly, I'm more excited to hear this answer than anything. So I, right. I I think I saw I was reading up on you and I saw that you played your first pro tournament in 2012. But mm -hmm. it being 11 years later, what are the, some of the big changes that you've seen in the game from from uh, a play style perspective and then from like a company you know, a business perspective for sure? Um, so the game has obviously sped up quite a bit. Um, I think the biggest thing, right? So everybody's like, oh, it's because all the tennis players are playing now. Throughout is we played against tennis players back then as well. Um, the biggest thing to me is is the paddle technology, right? Back in the day, there was no texture whatsoever, and the paddle's core was a Nomex. It was a cardboard core, so you'd break your paddle every month. Maybe if you're lucky, you got two months out of it, but there was there was no top spin, right? Everything was a slice, you know, a side spin. Um, so it, it led to, if you watch some of the old videos, you see a completely different play style of, you know, more drops, higher dinks, because um, you didn't have to, you didn't have to keep the balls low, basically. Um, and then I think kind of because of the paddle technology, the tennis players actually enjoy it a lot more now, right? They can rip a ball, they can hit topspin, they, they can keep their similar shots that they had in tennis. Um, so obviously a lot more of them are playing now. Or, or continuing to play, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, it's way, way faster now, way more aggressive. What have you done then? You're still 
you're still one of the best players in the world. So did you? Oh, are top you top five at least. Well, that, I mean, it's, it's not, I'm top five in my house. Yeah, yeah. So I think I got top three in my house. Yeah, for sure. But you, I mean, you're still a high level professional player. Um, what did you have to adapt your game, or do you keep kind of your roots of what you what you started playing the game with? Uh, so that that one's kind of tough, right? Um, I have definitely tried to be a little more aggressive. Uh, my skill set is more suited for defensive, get everything back, keep the ball in play, keep people off balance. Um, I have a really funky style, so uh, I keep people fairly uncomfortable because they don't know where I'm hitting. I have tried to change a little bit, but in a tournament, I'm playing my best skill set, which is probably closer to my roots of of old school, you know, drop, reset, dink, just get a lot of balls back and try and pressure their uh, their patience, basically. Awesome. So, so you've kind of kept to your... That that kind of true pickleball kind of what we always thought of because I I, right. I assume I kind of was assuming you were going to say that in that the game and I, and I kind of I kind of saw it going that way too is like if as the it's like any sport right tennis right. racquetball right. baseball right. as the the equipment starts to get advanced well the game is going to speed up just like any for sure so we kind of thought coming but. But you kind of stick to your roots, and and it still does you very well. I mean, I kind of have to. I I would like to be more aggressive. I'd like to drive more balls, but I'm not going to be able to out hit somebody that's been playing tennis for 30 years, right? I got 11 years of pickleball experience. They got you know 20 years of high level tennis, you know, plus now pickleball. So I I like to. I try to. I do some in rec. Um, but when it comes down to like trying to win, I got to play my best game. That that's cool, and I and I like it, and and uh, I I love watching you play because it is that classic pickleball style. You're right. laughing because right. I, think, I think you're super humble, fella. These yeah. compliments are making you uncomfortable. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Uh, I just I enjoy it, right? So I have the luxury of I played um, I played before any tournaments had money, right? So I don't feel that pressure of like. I have to make this money. I gotta, I gotta get this win. Like this is just a job. Like, I mean, I played for fun. I still play for fun, and I took a little time off because it wasn't fun for me anymore, and and I missed it. And I now I have you know the right mentality again, and it's you play better when you have fun too. Yeah, that word has escaped me for thirty eight years. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're you're about spot on. I see all these these pickleball players and they're battling in tournaments and it's nine nine breaker and they miss a shot and they're laughing and their partner and they go back like holding hands with their partner i'm like well i can't do that like i wish i could do that but i just can't but that right right, right. but you're spot on what if, if you're smiling and having a good time and and you feel like nothing else kind of matters then you do play better right right and i figure part of it too is if it's a big critical moment like that, and maybe I miss a shot, maybe my partner misses a shot, and our opponents see me still like laughing and enjoying it, like I feel like that's got to mess with their head of like, why why is he having fun? Like they're losing, or this is this is a pressure moment, or so part of it is a little bit of that too. Like you got to play the mental game too, right? Yeah, and you're right. Yeah, it's this guy should be mad. We're up seven two. It's not right. Make the matter. Whatever I. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Well, let's so let's talk about uh, Christina Austria. Let's talk about 
your partnership with Brian. So OneShot makes a Ashworth signature paddle. So tell us a little bit about how that got started and then the actual paddle itself. Um, so I really like how this one came up and, and free, feel free to jump in at any point, Brian. But, you know, um, it was, it was as, as we got to know Brian, it was a mix between, you know, um, this is what we can do with our, uh, tools, resources, whatever design and, and what do you got, what do you like, right? Uh, the type of player Brian is, as he was describing, it's more of a facet player, right? Like he needs something that where he can really feel the ball, where he can really have control of that game. So we kind of like gravitated towards um, something that was going to be thicker because that's going to give you a lot more control and something with a material that's going to give you that softness as well, right? And response. So we went with that 16 millimeter um, paddle and um, carbon fiber as well. Um, and now in terms of like the shape design and stuff we brought a couple of prototypes um and brian got to test them and see what he liked um also from from the graphics um portion of it we're we're always we're always really proud of what we come out with uh but but we created brian's own signature logo uh actually he has two logos there's a really there's another one really cool that has the the beard uh shape with that with the with the s one shot it's 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 cool it's not that um popular we don't use it as much right uh, we, we like to use the ba uh but brian uh wanted to name the paddle uh the beer shots if, if you want to share why brian that's that's that was an interesting story for me but uh we both collaborated from beginning to end and I think the results honestly speak for itself. Like if you actually see this battle, this one has a demo there just because we, we launched a, a demo program. So anyone that wants to try Brian's paddle can go on our website. And then if you guys do decide to buy it, go to just paddles and buy the paddle. So yeah, I see what you for sure. did there. That's a double plug. Yeah. Let's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oscar, Oscar's forgetting one big detail though. Um, they courted me pretty hard for a couple of years, and I turned them down multiple times. <laughs> I, I I was taught at a young age you got to play hard to get. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just waited until the time was right, and you know they came out with a perfect paddle for me. So at that point, I had no choice. But I definitely made them work for it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's true. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being sarcastic, but my oh no, my gut reaction no, no. is that you are being. Well, no, no, no. I'll, just, I'll tell you, Ben. I'll tell you, Ben. That that's actually true. He he probably sprinkles a little bit more on top of it. But but yeah, I, I did ask uh, quite a few times, and and it was kind of a a work in progress type of thing. And um, yeah, we had to make an amazing pedal for him to decide to join the family. And then we were out of budget, so we decided to go for him. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems yeah, like you, perfect, perfect line. It seems like you guys are fairly comfortable with each other. Yeah, one. So things must be going up there. This is the first time I've met these two, actually. <laughs> um, see, it's just one of those magical moments that we we at Just Battles create. We manufacture these magical moments like yes. this. Well, I, that that's a really cool story, and and we see the paddle out on courts, and I'm in Georgia, and we see the paddle riddled to the courts here. So people must really like. Uh, everything that's happening with the paddle. So, Brian, that's the one that not only you endorse, but you actually play with. Oh, 
hundred percent of the time. What does your 2023 schedule look like? Are you still playing the tour full time? Is is that the goal for 23? What are it's, we looking at? Yeah, it's it's a little tougher now with with a little baby. Um, I have played more in the last couple of months than I have in a while, and I hope to continue. Um, the Northwest used to have a lot more tournaments than we do now, but I got one coming up that I'll, I'm pretty excited for. I'm playing with uh, my boy Kyle Yates again, which will be a lot of fun. Um, then I'm going to go to Costa Rica and teach a clinic. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep playing um, some of the pro tournaments and then just fun tournaments, man. I'm, I'm old school, so I like certain areas have certain tournaments that that have some meaning to me, right? Brigham, Brigham City, Utah runs a Memorial Day tournament every year. I really like to go to that. And then it's fun to play some of the pro tournaments. Um, I know Ben is really struggling financially, so it's it's good when I go register. So, you know, he can help pay off his college debts, basically. <laughs> so I'm just glad I can help him along with that, you know? Yes. Now, that's, I did see that, and I just saw, I think Anna Lee's probably in that same boat. Did you see her, the Range Rover she just bought? Yeah, yeah. So I'll probably have to sign up for a couple of mixed brackets yeah. for with a car payment or two as well. You'll want to. I'm generous like that, you know? You're a nice guy. And I guess yeah. I guess I didn't even know this, but I guess I'm very generous. <laughs> I did, right. I did very philanthropic. I didn't even know. 90% of the people playing pro are very generous for those mm-hmm. times. And maybe they didn't even know it, but now we knew. So, so, so I guess what I gathered from that is your 2023, you don't have a, a hard date. And I know, like you said, you six month old son, it's tough to, right. to kind of map out your, your week. And for those of you listening in, we had to, I had to cancel cause my son, uh, had strep throat last week and I got it too. And it was horrible. So I can imagine right. you're not, uh, right. it's hard for you to plan your year ahead. Cause you just don't know what's coming. It It is right. And. I'm teaching full time as well. So right when you're trying to juggle teaching a six month old playing, um, it becomes a little bit tougher, but for sure, I mean, I, I still love these tournaments. Uh, I don't know that I'll go back to playing, you know, 20 a year the way I was for, you know, five, six years in a row, but maybe I'll creep up there to like 18 or 19. Yeah. You know, 20 is too much. 20 would put you over the, like the injury report. It'd be, you'd be questionable. It's tough. I might not have a home to come back to. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's a lot of hurricanes out. You know? That's not funny. Cause she's, you, you're right. She won't, you won't. Why does my key not work? <laughs> exactly. So the partnership between you two, what, what, when did that actually start that partnership? When did you start building the Ashworth paddle? Christina and Oscar. After about the twelfth time, I turned them down. I bet. I think yeah. it was at thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, and that was uh, around uh, when we launched here was July last year, right, Brian? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, sorry, two years ago. July two years. July two years yeah. ago. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, we met through a uh, through a common friend, uh, Peter. And then we played uh, at the ranch for the most part, which is uh, a pretty special place up, uh, down in Ravensdale, Washington. For sure. Uh, so that's where we met, and that's where we played in the summers for, I guess, every Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For probably a year and a half, two years, it was every Thursday. Mm-hmm. So you guys have done a lot, though, in a year and a half, two years. You guys have done, se- seemingly done a lot, uh, and the partnership is going really well. And we expect and, and look forward to the years to come 
the new Brian Ashworth paddle, whenever that yep. decides to kind of make its way out, we're, we're excited for that when that when that comes. And if you need me to test anything for you, Brian, you just you have you have my number, my email, everything. You just let me know. Send it your way. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. And, and the the easiest feedback for me is if I say this is the the aspects are good, you just say, all right, Christina and Oscar do the opposite, and you'll build something really nice. Right, right, right. Exactly. All right, Brian, I got I got a question for you. I'm interested in the answer because. Okay. You've had a ton of accomplishments uh, recently with Kyle, right? I think he's—I think I saw you standing atop a podium somewhere. Is there anything that stands out as like your favorite win or favorite wins? Yeah, uh, well, it's tough over the over the years. There's there's quite a bit, right? A um, couple of the initial ones are—I uh, remember the first time I beat uh, Wes Gabrielson and Mills Miller in a money tournament and it was like i think they we got a hundred dollars cash which at the time was unheard of and those are two of my really good friends so of course i flopped in that hundred dollars in front of them all day <laughs> um that was big though because that was the first time i think i'd beaten either one of them and i beat them together um nationals when we ended up in the winner's bracket finals that was that was really really big um i loved I loved that moment because um, my big thing was like when I started was like I just wanted to prove to myself that that I could play with these guys right I was you watch the videos and you're like I can I can hang with them so I felt like um, when I got that victory when I got to that that podium that that was big for me um, the first US Open still might be one of my favorite tournaments um, I don't know if many people know this but that year anybody that played was technically vip which meant they got free drinks and food so all the people that went oh and two went and got hammered the championship court was amazing you're <laughs> easy so that's awesome i played a lot of matches there with a lot of support so that one that one was really fun to me but yeah there's 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 a couple of those are some of the bigger ones um the first time I meddled with my girl, my that also plays big wall, that was that was really big for me too. Like playing with uh, you know, spouse, significant other, um there's there's nobody that's better to win with and nobody that's worse to lose with. So so winning with her was was quite a bit of fun too. That that's pretty cool. I'm glad you saved the best for last there. But for for if if no other reason than just a politically it was a sm- Marsh Avenue. She walked in the room at that yeah. moment. I had my, to. My wife's right here too. <laughs> hey Brian, Oscar's Oscar's wife is in the room too. I think. Yeah, I I thought you were gonna mention when we won gold, Dean. How? Oh, dude, right? <laughs> I, I mean, the first gold medal I got with my new paddle was with Oscar as my partner in Hawaii. That's kind of cool. Against yeah. one of my best friends. So, like, how can you beat? How could he beat that too? That so that's actually kind of a cool story, though. Right. I mean, you guys played, you guys played together, and and with your signature paddle that they helped produce for you, you guys right. won a gold medal. That's right. kind of awesome. Yeah, and it was right. our first gold medal too together, so it would made it extra special too. It was wonderful, cool, really cool. Yeah, I like that. Let's end on that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. So let let's talk about then the goals for 2023. You you've 
you've won at the biggest stage. You, you're talking about like sentimental wins with your wife and, and winning with Oscar. That means a lot to you. What are your goals for winning or, or I, I, not winning? What are your goals for 2023? And, and that's for uh, Christina and Oscar, for both of you guys and Brian. All right. Who's, who's first? Um, you start, Brian. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say um, continuing to enjoy pickleball is, is a very big one. Um, I don't necessarily want to get to the place where I feel like I feel like almost like it's a job or, or that I'm not enjoying it or that I'm on the court being pouty and there's three other people that are like, dude, I don't want to play with this guy, but I'm the only one there, so they have to, right? So that's a big one to me. Um, this point of, of my career, honestly, getting on any podiums, I don't care if it's a bronze, I don't care if it's a silver, like I, I appreciate it a lot more than I used to. Um, as, as a lot of us know, as, as you get older, some days your body just... Your mind might be there, but your body's not there, right? So, uh, any any time I can medal is great. Um, I I do want to play some more pro, and I want to knock off some of these some of these guys that have only been playing three years, right? And don't don't kind of respect the the older game, right? They don't they watch the old videos and think, well, these guys are terrible, and it's always fun to go out there and kind of frustrate them and beat some of those guys too. So, it'd be really nice to get one of those wins again no names mentioned but just the new school and and i can i can appreciate oh being any of them i played professional racquetball for a living for a long long time and you always kind of have that like well my generation's better than your generation right like and even if it's not sure i mean i'm not saying you but just whoever like the 70s nba and and jordan nba to the to the lebron's era but like you always have that like i want to be you just to let you know like yeah right Right. My arrow was no joke. And and if I'm being realistic, like pickleball is way better today than it used to be, right? My very first tournament that I played, I played four five. I never started any lower than that. I medaled in my very first four five. Like I think I was in two finals in the first tournament. Um most of the people anymore come in at, you know, three five, four oh top. So just the amount of players there are is is drastically different than what it used to be. Um another big one is we didn't really used to practice or train that much. Everybody had a full-time job, right? So you would try to go to a tournament a day early. You would finally get off the court with people that were like, holy cow, these guys are really good. So for a full day, you'd, you'd beat each other up and then the tournament would start the next day and then it'd go two weeks before you'd see them again, right? And to me, it wasn't until uh, Tyson McGuffin started all that training and take it serious stuff. So that's why it is where it is. Um, which then the rest of us had to follow suit, right? And, you know, practice and drill and play. Um, so obviously, yes, pickleball is in a much better spot today. But if you watch the old videos, if all you've ever played is three years, if you watch the old videos, you're not going to respect that game, right? It's These guys are terrible, but it was just way different back then. Yeah. And, Still very good. Yeah, you can. I can appreciate that too. It's like you look at, and, and you had mentioned it earlier, 12 years ago, it doesn't sound, I mean, it's crazy to think like 2011, right? But 12 years ago, pickleball product is not, was not what it was today. And not even close. Not, you know, it's like, been close. not even close. So, so there's a lot to be said for, you know, you, you having to play a certain way to be at the highest level because the, right. the, the equipment performance isn't there. Right. Right. And it, it's all we knew. So nobody cared. Right. It was, at the time, the newest paddle was the greatest thing ever that we had. It just, there was no top spin. So the game was slower. 
that's cool. So uh, Christina, Oscar, what are your goals for, for one shot? Most, mostly for the business in 2023, but you can, any goals you have, we'd be happy to hear. Yeah. So for, I think as you know, for one shot, um, we, we want to continue to innovate, right? Like you guys were saying before, I mean, 11 years ago, the paddles have changed completely. The equipment has changed a lot, but not going that far, like four years ago when we started, it was, it's, it was really different. Like the innovation that is going on right now in Pickleball, it's crazy. So continued to innovate is pretty much our number one priority right now uh, and our goal. So I think that's number one. Number two, I think would be like brand awareness. Uh, we are still a baby and uh, Pickable Paddle Companies, right? Pickable is growing so much that we really want to put one shot out there uh, on the map and um just keep keep growing keep making our customers happy keep growing the sport the love for pickleball because it's really what made us fall in love with the sport right the community that it built so just keep doing that and uh did i miss something no it's, it's that we're we're excited about a particular paddle release we're gonna have this year it's gonna come up in a few months we're, we're super excited because it feels um, very different, very unique in, in our own way, as as we always try to uh, do our claim. And and when it comes to what Christina was saying, innovation, innovation can come in different ways, right? Different shapes. Uh, it, it doesn't have to be necessarily using a different material, but yeah. um, how are we elaborating it from a design standpoint, from a graphic standpoint, like all that stuff, right? So um, very excited about some of those things. And again, like she said, brand awareness is, is big for us. We're, we're small but mighty so you know we're, we're uh flexible enough where you know even and this is kind of a, a small thing but 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 we i like to say it proudly but uh i don't know if you have it there brian but like even when when brian's uh son was born callan uh we made a, a mini signature paddle of this for him right and, and that's what i'm talking about right like just like the the, the fact that i mentioned that is just to say how much we can do on how flexible we stay as a company to make sure that we're doing what's right for our customers, uh, trying new things without having to go into like this big chain of, you know, of a company or command to, to get permissions to, to invest in all these things. We can just do it easily. Right. So I, I, I don't know if you guys have watched one of these before. But the ending is always a little, it's, it's a little nerve wracking and, oh. it, it, and it stresses people out. It's a little tiebreaker-ish. So Brian Ashworth, please report to your court. Are you ready for a firefight? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I think people are waiting. I mean, they, you have to be. We haven't had a no yet. Yeah. And actually I'm leaving. As soon as we're done here, I'm going to the courts to play right now tonight. Are you really? Oh, yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask 11 questions. You have less than one second to answer them or I get a point. Oof. Oof. Okay. Okay. The, and, and for everybody watching, listening, I don't give these questions to them before because I, I don't want them thinking about it. So are you ready to go? I don't know. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who wins in a state battle, Washington State or any other state? Uh, Montana. Oh, done. <laughs> All right, who wins this match? 2014 Brian Ashworth or 2023 Brian Ashworth? Uh, a 2014 would grind him out. I like it. And you're 
playing a million dollar match against a 4-0 player? Are you using a wooden paddle or not wearing shoes? Both. And I'll play left-handed. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Easy <laughs> money. Ever. All right. Who would make a better pick or pickleball player, Federer or Nadal? You know, honestly, I don't watch that much tennis. Um, I would probably say Federer just because that backhand is so dang sexy. All right. You have a new right. bait. Yep. Are you training in the real early in the morning because you're up? Or real late at night because you're up. I'm up late at night. All right, that, yeah, or clearly. Yeah. All right. If you could play doubles with any celebrity or professional athlete on the planet, who would it be? Ooh. Outside of it. That plays or doesn't play? Anybody on the planet. All right. I'm going to go with the dude. The dude you're talking about from Kingpin? Big Lebowski, man. Not. <laughs> uh, if it's athlete, I would go, uh, my favorite football player of all time is Tim Brown. So I would go with Tim Brown from the Raiders. Nice. If you're looking at somebody that has played, I would go Steve Nash. Cool. Sure. I love Steve Nash too. That'd be cool. You got a setup or whatever you want to hit. What are you ending it, the rally with? Let's go with uh, Ernie. I earned Matt Wright once at uh, US Open to win the match. That's pretty. There you go. Perfect answer. Perfect question. You're refing your best, your best, your best friend's match. It's a close call, and you don't know if it was good or not. Do you call it for or against them? Uh, if I'm the rest, if I don't know for sure, I don't call it. I have to, it has to be 100. percent But it's your best friend. I don't care who it is. <laughs> I, this is okay. You're you're setting records because this is the first non-answer we've had too. Right. Uh, I mean, I was taught the way I was taught is this is a gentleman's sport, so you only call things if you know for sure. So, I mean, I've called shots that I've hit out that the opponents don't know. I'll call them out for them. I, right. Like, I can appreciate that a whole heck of a lot. If they did fall, and it's match point for the other team, I'll call it on them and talk trash to them later. I save there. Thank you. <laughs> All right. This one you're going to, you have to have an answer for because it's been asked, you've been asked this question a thousand times. What animal would make a better pickleball player, a dog or a cat? Dog. Why? Because <laughs> uh, they're so obsessed with the ball that the focus would be unreal. I love that answer. All right. What? You just won your championship match. What's your meal, your go to? Anything in the world? Yeah, any whatever you got. Let's go with some really good falafel and hummus. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Expecting something like radical, you're like anything in the world. You pick hummus. I like that. Though. I'm. I'm. Isn't that pretty radical? <laughs> I like falafel, <laughs> man. Last, last question. And this one, I'm more interested than any question I've ever asked in in the history of this podcast. What's the dollar amount that it would cost for someone to ask you to shave your beard? Oh, uh, no money. No amount of money. $750 million. Not doing it. How much? $750 million. Now, that's not an official offer for every attorney out there. I'm just curious yeah. if someone did that. Yeah. What would you mean, is it? If it gets to six figures, I'm going to take the offer very seriously. But you're you're stuck on the beard. Because it's, I mean, that's, you're like, yeah, that's, I don't, look, man. I mean, I don't know how fast it would take to grow back, right? I haven't been clean shaven in probably 15 or 20 years. Uh, it might come back all white, in which case I have a six month old baby in a gray beard, which would be so much fun for me, right? Um, yeah, I just, 
and I don't really care that much about money, so I like it a lot. All right. Well, that was it. That was 11 questions. <laughs> I always end it with you guys to take your time. Christina and, and Oscar, if you guys have any parting thoughts and last last final thoughts, that this floor is yours, and then Brian will end with you. Yeah, I, I'm going to share what I always share when I do these type of interviews, like for for everybody and anyone watching out there, just continue to be kind and, and nice to people out there, uh, especially in the pickleball space. Um, at times, I feel like we're, we're losing a little bit our essence or like why we started and how these sports started. So uh, be very welcoming with new players. Everybody started somewhere. So I would just say uh, be kind and humble. Brian? That's that's pretty good. We probably should have finished with that one. That, that that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You were the face on the uh, on the promotion, so we have to end with exactly. You. Oof. Uh, any advice, pickleball wise or what? Anything? Any any yeah. You're, whatever you got. I'm gonna say um, this is the Raiders' year. <laughs> and it's clearly not, but I'm gonna say that. Yeah, you never know. I'll also say, uh, Kramer, I noticed Kramer commented that his cat would beat my dog in pickleball. Uh, again, there's no chance. <laughs> and your, your theory of the dog being obsessed with the ball, it, he would track down everything. And if he like precise and know everything, but there's just no way that the relentless pursuit of the ball would, would, uh, he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't falter. No, I don't know. Not, not even close. You're getting shots from our from our employees that there's no that it's getting it's getting dicey in the comment section, Brian. <laughs> but we might, yeah, I want to. So so I've been a lifelong Raiders fan, right? So the Raiders offseason is our time to say like this is our year. Oh, yeah. And if we make it to like week six and still doing all right, it's a pretty good year. <laughs> Brian, I'm a I'm a Chicago Cubs fan. Yeah, yeah. And people for 108 consecutive years said this is our year, always. Because one time you'll be right. You'll be right. We were one time. I I, I would actually say I, I do agree with Oscar though. Um, we should be very kind to people. Um, I hear a lot of people say like, "Oh, I don't want to play with them. They're not very good." But then that same person will be upset that somebody else won't play with them, and it's like, "How are you mad at somebody that won't play with you, but you won't go play with them?" Right? So don't give somebody a reason not to continue to play this wonderful sport. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we got we got the genuine feeling from all three of you being being get back on the serious train. We can we can uh, feel your authenticity through the screen and how much you actually just really do love and care about this sport. Um, and and then the business too, family owned. You guys could just tell the the sincerity's there with you guys. So we appreciate everything you've done and and with your kids and you you holding off your match. Uh, to the other three, we apologize, but I do, I do really appreciate the time that this evening. Thanks, thanks for rejoining us, guys, and I know everybody enjoyed. It. Absolutely, thank you, Ben. Absolutely, thank you, Ben. Thanks for having. Likewise, let's do this again sometimes. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yes, sir. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Bye. Good night. If you haven't already, check out our other episodes. And if you've enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, we'd really appreciate if you took the time to leave a review on your favorite podcasting network. Don't forget to follow Just Paddles on social media. And if you're ever in the hunt for a new pickleball paddle, head over to JustPaddles.com where you can find all the top brands with free, fast shipping every day. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.